Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your source for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com and brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today we talk with the president of Canadian Western Agribition. The annual livestock show opens Monday in Regina. We also chat with the Agribition Livestock Manager about preparations for the week-long show. Prairie Oat Growers hold their annual meeting next week in Saskatoon. We have a preview. Global food security is the topic at a Commons Agriculture Committee hearing in Ottawa. The farm weather's in its usual spot. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Canadian Western Agribition kicks off in Regina next week with officials hoping for over 100,000 people to attend the week-long show. President Kim Hextall of Grenfell says preparations are already underway in Regina for the annual livestock and trade show. Well, I was in, in Regina a couple of days ago and had a look around the grounds and the changeover from the Grey Cup party to the Barnes and Show Arena is uh, progressing really quickly by Monday afternoon, there was already uh, stalls and bedding in uh, part of the International Business Centre and they were busy setting up the show arena. So uh, the staff is really working hard. Cattle started to arrive yesterday, the, the earliest cattle. So those were, of course, coming from out of province. And there'll certainly be a lot more activity this weekend uh, with people moving in, setting up trade show booths, uh, moving in livestock and uh, getting ready for Monday morning. How do entries look this year? Entries look excellent. Our barns will be full. Uh, Monday, we're going to have uh, Monday, Tuesday, will be bison will be there. So that's the time to get down to Agribition if you're looking to uh, see some bison. Uh, we have free uh, admission on Monday. So uh, it won't cost you to get in the gate and uh, come in and have a look around. We're going to be burning the brand at 10 Monday morning, which is our kickoff. And then we move into a free pancake breakfast following that. And the alpacas show on Monday. The youth team grooming starts when Texas Longhorns are showing. So you're hoping for a good livestock entry numbers. How do they look? Excellent. We'll have about 1,500 cattle that are haltered. There'll be another couple hundred commercial cattle coming in middle of the week. And that'll be uh, open and bred heifers. There are 27 yards pens in the commercial barn, where which we call the stock exchange. And those will all have cattle in them as well. Uh, numbers look good. How big is the trade show? We have pretty much filled up our space. It, we're back to uh, 
larger numbers than we had seen last year. And we're kind of back to where our numbers were pre-pandemic, which is uh, really nice to see. People are excited to be coming to town. What about the number of foreign visitors? How many countries, how many visitors do you hope to see this year? Well, we've got a lot of people coming. We have a couple of different programs and how people are registered. And so as far as our international guests, we've got people coming from Australia, Bangladesh, Brazil, France, Germany, Mexico, a large delegation coming from Mongolia, Peru, Portugal, Singapore, South Africa, the UK. So there are uh, lots of people are looking to uh, come and see what's happening at Agribition, trust our Canadian agriculture. Why do people come from such faraway places as Mongolia to Agribition? Well, we've obviously got something here that's interesting them because they're sending a large delegation. I think they've got about 30 or 40 people coming, but they're, they're interested not in just livestock, but in uh, equipment as well. We're on the leading edge in Canada, and it's uh, nice to be able to showcase this in Regina, Saskatchewan. How do prices look this year, this fall? Well, I think prices have been good. Of course, people often look to the uh, commercial sale of the bread heifers to kind of see where the price is going to sit for bread heifers. And that's something uh, producers will often buy in the fall if they're looking for a herd expansion and want to bring in some new genetics. The sale prices, sales have been strong, and we're hoping that carries through at our show as well. Kim, what about attendance? How many people do you hope to see at the show? Well, I'd sure like to see us get back to 120,000 visitors, and I think our weather's not going to be too bad by the forecast, and people will be happy to, to come out and see people and mingle and meet friends old and new. What kind of involvement do you have with grain and grain shows? Well, we have a grain expo, and it runs on Tuesday and Wednesday. There are about 400 people registered to attend that, and this is rather exciting because it's the 10th anniversary for the grain expo at Canadian Western Agribition. Agribition opens on Monday and wraps up Saturday, December. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Conexus Credit Union. Show your Conexus card for free admission to Canadian Western Agribition. Close to 2,000 head of livestock will be on display next week in Regina during Agribition. Livestock and rodeo manager Shauna Fuchs says livestock have already arrived at Agribition. Well, I'll tell you what, Jim, we're pretty, pretty darn excited. Um, as we all know, we had a big gray top party on, on the weekend. And as of this morning, when I walked down, the ITC is almost ready to receive cattle. So our crews are working hard around the clock and doing a great job. Yes, we did receive some cattle from BC yesterday. They arrived in the afternoon and we should have some from Ontario arriving today. So the show is, it started in the livestock world. Give me some of the events that are happening in the Brand Centre next week. Well, in the Brand Centre, we have quite a lineup of different events. The chore team is on Monday. That's 12 teams that go around courses on everyday ranching-type chores. And Tuesday is our horse pulls, a very popular event. Tuesday night, we have a free, it's an open cattle dog competition. And it's where the stock dogs actually work cattle instead of sheep. And that will be Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. Wednesday and Thursday, we have a joke in the office that those are the dog days. Wednesday, we have cattle dogs, and it's a futurity, so it's younger dogs that are working cattle. And Thursday is our stock dog competition, and that's working sheep. So that runs all day Thursday. Friday is our uh, second year for a ranch rodeo. It, the hype of it is, is very, very strong. We have a full flood of teams, slated teams. 
So that is on Friday. Saturday is the Mounted Shooters are back on Saturday. And Saturday is the wrap-up day? Saturday is wrap-up day, you bet. Now, you have the Beef Supreme Challenge. That's the big beef event where we get the best of the males and best of the females in all the different purebred beef classes, right? Correct. And I don't exactly have those stats in front of me, but it looks like we have 11 or 12 shows represented and their champions or their supreme, their grand champions or their supreme champions for those summer shows qualify to come and compete against our aggribition grand champions, bulls and females. So on Saturday night at probably about six o'clock, you'll see bulls and females in the arena, upwards of a hundred head right in the arena at one time. So you're looking forward to this year's aggribition free of any kind of restrictions that we've had over the last, say last year? I think people are just ready to come and do business and see everybody again. And yes, we're looking forward to it, Jim. So give me some details on the rodeo this year. Okay. A rodeo again, we've got, we've got a strong lineup. It's uh, Maple Leaf finals. So we have 10 contestants in eight different events competing and it's the same contestants every night and they'll wrap up with the championship on Saturday night. Just a couple of highlights. When we have theme nights each night for our openings, Wednesday night is our Indigenous night. So you'll see some Indigenous dancers and singers, etc. Thursday night is our, we pay tribute to our first responders. So we have tickets have been given out to some of our first responders in the province. Friday night is energy night where we celebrate our energy sector and Ritchie Brothers take the lead in that one. And Saturday night is a celebration of our champions. So champions will be crowned on Saturday night. Shauna Fuchs is the Livestock and Rodeo Manager at Canadian Western Agribition. The week-long show opens Monday. In- Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. Sean Haney here with realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. Our guest right now is Scott Shelliday. He is the host of the Cow Guy Clothes on RFD TV. Okay, hey, let's get to some of the market discussion here. And, and what's interesting is what exactly is the market waiting for? What like what breaks us out of this kind of sideways trade that we're we're engaged in? Like the volatility seems to have totally lost us. Well, I mean, when it comes to the ag markets and what we trade and talk about on um, MDR every day, I would say that, you know, we've seen a lot of the capital leave the market, right? I mean, look what happened to Bitcoin. Everybody took their ball and went home. The volatility is over. And I think that there was a lot of inflation trade capital on our market. And as this inflation thing looks to be uh, coming down a little bit and, or at least the government's made this big mandate about getting on top of it, what's left for the funds to, really want to get involved. So I think that there's part part of that. I think we've got already elevated prices and it's one of those things that uh, at these high levels, any any little mistake is exaggerated and it's a, it will cost you a lot. Um, so you have to be even more efficient the higher the price goes. Uh, and we haven't had any significant news either way. I mean, we've seen some big down days and big up days, but we haven't moved anywhere. And that could be obviously from news out of China or news out of Russia or even yesterday news out of Saudi Arabia with crude oil. But um, we're still sitting here waiting to see what the general overall macro picture is going forward. 
I think you know, with the input prices where they are going into the spring, uh, I think that the uh, producer's biggest worry has to be what the board's going to look like come next fall. And I think that's a really big issue. I really do, because I believe that we're going to go into a global recession. I think that we're already in one here in the U.S., but uh, regardless of whether you think we're in one now or, or later, that is going to have an issue. That's going to have, that's going to have a, uh, an impact. And, you know, what's the price of a bushel of corn or a gallon of gas when your customers don't have any money, right? So I think, you know, once, you know, you can build a, you can build a case for, you know, hey, we've got low supplies, low stockpiles. There are some bullish things out there, even with corn and beans. But you need to have somebody pulling on the other end of that string. The demand side needs to be pulling. And if it's not because we're in a recession or you've got the consumer that's been severely stressed because, A, their savings rates are being, uh, you know, they're going down faster than they before and, and credit card usage is going up faster than it has before. And a lot of folks, I think, have been wrongly assuming that this, uh, this, this inflation will be transitory and we'll get through it sooner rather than later. Well, they're going to be sort of mistaken because the last time we had something like this, it took four presidential terms to get rid of it. So if that's the case and they run out of money and the bridge loans that they give themselves with those types of things, I mean, what is the price of anything? It doesn't matter if you're selling corn or, or, or crude. You can be selling tennis shoes or sweaters. Um, it's going to be hard to sell them if nobody's got any cash. And this this gets to the whole discussion about, you know, how, is the balance sheet on some of these commodities as tight as we've been sort of forecasting or led to believe? Because because of the demand question, you know, can't will, will that demand be there to make those balance sheet as tight as, as some people have have been uh, predicting? Now, on, on the capital flow, you, you said, you know, some of the, the the spec capital has moved out of things like commodities. And you mentioned Bitcoin for sure. That's that's moved away some of the or pushed away some of this volatility where is that capital gone is it sitting on the sidelines or is it moved yes. into yes. Uh, what, what markets has it moved into well i would have said you know if it's gone anywhere it's not gone into the equity markets yet it will but it's not gone there yet i think that you know what's been attracting a lot of talk and i haven't really seen any you know i don't have any proof that the capital has actually gone there but i absolutely would understand why it would was uh is uh you know you can get a one-year treasury u.s treasury get some favorable tax uh, tax advantages and, and get 4.5%. Mm-hmm. I mean, in an environment like this today, 4.5% instead of losing 15, looks pretty darn good to me. So I think that there's been a lot of money going into the bond market. You've got a 10 year yield that was as high as say 420, 425. I don't remember where it got to, but now it's down to 3, 380, 375 today. So there has been some money that's been buying bonds too. So even though we've got uh, interest rates that are supposed to be going up, you have to kind of have an idea about what's been going on on the money side of things because it will absolutely affect your balance sheet. And so you need to make sure that you get the board price at the end of next year because these input prices look to be roughly the same. I mean, maybe some things have abated just as bad. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. The outlook for today, cloudy, 30% chance of showers or flurries. Wind northwest 20, gusting to 40. The high today, plus 3. The low, minus 8. 
Thursday, sunny with a wind southwest at 20, a high plus 2 tomorrow, the low minus 3. Friday's supposed to be the warm day, partly cloudy with a high of plus 10, the low minus 3. Saturday, sunny with a high plus 2, the low minus 7. Sunday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the high plus 2, the low minus 12. Monday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the high minus 11, the low minus 16. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 16. Normal high is minus 4, the normal low is minus 14. The sun rose at 8.25 this morning. It sets at 5.04 tonight. And currently... Around the province right now, the hot spot is kind of north. Lorange at plus three. The cold spot, this is in Yorkton, minus three. Estevan is plus two. Saskatoon, zero. Swift Current, zero. Weyburn, plus two. Yorkton is minus two. There's two different weather stations in Yorkton, one at the airport, one in town. The one in town was the minus three coldest of the province, but Yorkton Airport is minus two. Overcast in Regina, that's cloudy really, it's minus 1, that's 30 Fahrenheit, winds are from the northwest at 17. Humidity is 84%, the barometric pressure is rising 101.2. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, plus 1, winds are from the west-northwest at 24. Once again, Regina overcast and minus 1, that's 30 Fahrenheit. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Time now for Countdown to Agribition, brought to you by Conexus Credit Union and 2S Auctioneers. Show your Conexus card for free admission to Agribition. Agribition opens Monday with attendance expected to reach close to 120,000 people. CEO Sean Kindops says over 1,000 people from 86 different countries and states are expected to be in Regina for the week-long event. It's the place where business gets done. We've uh, Saskatchewan's a leader in the... Uh in the livestock genetics, especially, especially agribition, they've uh, it's where the best come. And and even if you're just coming just for the entertainment, we've got something for everyone. Whether we're touching on the uh, the massive trade show that we've got, Kindop says the trade show features over 400 exhibits. Agribition opens Monday and wraps up Saturday, December 3rd. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems. Experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. The Prairie Oat Growers Association 25th Annual Conference will be held in Saskatoon next week. Chris Rundle from the Foam Lake area is the Vice President of Prairie Oat Growers Association and Chair of Sask Oats. Yeah, well, we do this event every year as an opportunity for a lot of our uh, oat producers in the Prairie Provinces, uh, as well as a lot of industry uh, representatives from the milling and processing industries in, in Western Canada and uh, from the U.S. as well to get together and uh, do some networking. We have um, we have a great lineup of speakers this year. Um, we've got Dr. Sean Sharp uh, coming in talking about some uh, stimulating germination and emergence in uh 
Wild Oats, uh, so some work that he's doing on that. Uh, Robin Anderson speaking on the Canadian oat market and expanding the market into uh, within Canada as well as other parts of the world and some uh, some work that we're doing on that. Uh, Murad Al-Khatib is going to be in talking about uh, expansion in the oat processing sector. Uh, and then in the evening, uh, we have a bit of an event. Uh, it is the 25th uh, anniversary, so kind of a, a retrospective of the work that Pogue has been doing and, and what's been happening over the past 25 years. Rundles' delegates to the conference will come from all three prairie provinces as well as other parts of Canada and the U.S. He says it's not too late to pre-register for the event. He says there's a bright future for the oats industry. Chris Rundle is the vice president of the Prairie Oat Growers Association. The 25th annual conference will be held Thursday, December 1st in Saskatoon, and we'll have more details in later broadcasts. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. More testimony this month on the issue of global food security. It's one of many issues the Commons Agriculture Committee is investigating right now. Dave Carey was there recently. He's a vice president of government relations for the Canadian Canola Growers Association. Many farm groups like his who've appeared before the committee this fall are all saying much the same thing. Allow farmers and ranchers to do what they do best. They'll be in a great position to help meet the world's needs when it comes to food. Saskatchewan Tory MP Warren Steinley posed this question to Kerry at a recent meeting. Through innovation, through technology, like you talked about, zero till, through direct seeding, through rotational, crop rotation, do you believe that the soil in Canada, the agriculture soil, is in better health now than it would have been 15 or 20 years ago? Oh, absolutely. Uh, there's, there's just no question about the amount of organic matter that's, been, that's allowed to be built up in soil because you're not tilling it, because you're not having to get rid of all those weeds because we have genetically modified crops that are herbicide tolerant because we have products like glyphosate save huge amounts of GHG emission reduction and also allow farmers to plant directly into the soil. The notion that you know the kind of American Gothic photo of painting of a farmer that they were sustainable is simply not true. Agriculture on farm has never been more sustainable. Producers want to do the best thing and I, I think you know trying to identify good and bad producers is unproductive but I think Canada's uh, agriculture uh, and farmers are directly tied to the land and they their money, there's type of land, succession planning type of land. So, yeah, on-farm uh, sustainability and soil health, it, 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 there's a continuum. We, want, we need to improve, but it's never been better, and in large part to crop protection products, biotechnology, you know, when we look at gene editing, as well as access to fertilizer. 95% of Canadian farms are family-run businesses, 95%. Farms do get bigger because you need scalability. It's very expensive to buy this. You can't have a bunch of 100-acre farms with a combine on each one. Uh, and intensity in agriculture emissions, we're about 8% for the last 20 years, but we've increased our the amount that we're producing with those same emissions by 50%. So I think uh, I agree with you that we're on the, we're on the right track up here. That's Dave Carey with the Canadian Canola Growers Association appearing before the Commons Agriculture. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Freeze Tallman Lumber. Since 1956, Freeze Tallman has been your trusted building materials supplier for every type of project. Freeze Tallman in Regina and Fort Capel. 
and farm fresh water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your farm fresh water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Grain prices were showing downward pressure in early trading. Viterra prices for canola dropped thirteen fifty at seven ninety two oh two. One red spring wheat went down a dollar eleven at four nineteen fifty. The rest were unchanged. Durham four ninety eight fifty. Feed barley three sixty two eighty seven. Chickpeas nine twenty five ninety five. Flax seven forty two ninety eight. Lentils seven fifty two fifty. Oats two seventy nine thirty two. Yellow peas four sixty nine zero eight. And feed wheat 289.56 on the Minneapolis grain exchange this morning hard red spring wheat for December rose one and a half cents at 945 and a half cent a bushel. it's the livestock reports on the source 620 CKRM the livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange call Weyburn 842-4574. Now, the latest livestock quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week in November 22nd. Our last regular sale was on November 9th. D1 and D2 cows sold from 80 cents to 90 cents. D3 cows sold from 65 cents to 79 cents. Counter cows sold from 50 cents to 65 cents. Heiferettes sold from $1.55 to $1.85. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.16 to $1.25. We had a pre-sorted Charlay and all-breed calf sale here on Monday. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged $2.87 and sold up to $3.22. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $3.02 and sold up to $3.22. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.91 and sold up to $3.22. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.81 and sold up to $3.00. And four cents. Five fifty to six hundred pound steers averaged two dollars and sixty five cents and sold up to two dollars and eighty three cents. Six hundred to six fifty pound steers averaged two dollars and fifty six cents and sold up to two dollars and sixty four cents. Six fifty to seven hundred pound steers averaged two dollars and forty eight cents and sold up to two dollars and sixty cents. And seven hundred to eight hundred pound steers averaged two dollars and forty cents and sold up to two dollars and fifty seven cents. Heifers were about forty to forty five cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 430-pound tan steers at $3.22, a load of 500-pound tan steers at $3.04, a load of 550-pound tan steers at $2.82, a load of 600-pound tan steers at $2.64, a load of 650-pound tan steers at $2.59, and a group of 700-pound tan steers at $2.57. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,500 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 209 to $221 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,400 head, selling in a range of 210 to $224 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up before contract prices open mixed this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was up 31 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3396. Coming up, the... 
This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. A cookbook that was developed at the University of Alberta this year with a specific purpose in mind has won a Gourmand Award. The Gourmands are considered the Oscars of the culinary world as they honor the world's best food and wine books and food TV. And the high-protein cookbook for muscle health during cancer treatment has won in the free PDF category. Anissa Armat helped develop the book along with Hilary Wilson and Professor Carla Prado and says they still don't know who nominated the book on their behalf. It's an international award, so I was reading that they had received entries from over 200 countries and and regions, and then the awards are presented later this week in Cambodia. We won't, uh, unfortunately, be able to go to it, but we are very, very fortunate to have won a Gourmand Cookbook Award. The recipes in the book are also designed to help people maintain muscle as they age, and it's still available for download through the University of Alberta's website, or you can buy a physical copy on Amazon. She says they really just wanted to help cancer patients remain as healthy as possible. Our cookbook contains 66 recipes that are high in protein, but not necessarily high in calories, and they're meant to have patients with cancer have the opportunity to cook higher protein meals for themselves because patients with cancer have higher protein needs and are at risk for having low muscle mass. Ernissa Ahmed helped develop the award-winning cookbook for cancer patients. On the markets, the TSX up 25 points to 20,245. The Dow has gained 6 points to 34,104. Oil has fallen 372 at 77.23 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 74.50 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon. And You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything A. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.